1: The Cardinals are a couple of hours away from first pitch in Cincinnati, wrapping up the four-game series and trying to get a split of that four-gamer before they head to Cleveland after today's game. And joining us now on the celebrity line is the Cardinal skipper, Ali Marmol from the Great American Ballpark. Good morning, Ali. How you doing?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Everything's good here in St. Louis. The weather's perfect. We just need a Cardinal victory today. You ain't kidding.
2: I'm with you on that one. <laughs>
0: Ollie, uh, we've been talking about Stephen Matt's this morning. Of course, not the outing that anybody was really hoping or expecting to see from him. It was interesting because during the broadcast last night, Ricky Horton and the team pointing out um, that with Stephen Mats' Matt's delivery, it kind of suggests that he was t- tipping on the changeup. Is that something that you guys also picked up on and are planning on addressing with Matt's?
3: Yeah. <laughs> um...
2: A couple of things on that, uh, there's a difference between tipping and, and just kind of slowing things down on change up. I believe uh, what they were talking about was more like just delivery wise, you can tell that there was a different tempo and delivery on that rather than just tipping the pitch prior to making it, um, but yeah, we, uh, we uh, do a deep dive uh, before every outing and after every outing to make sure that we are recovered there. Um, but there's several things with Matt that we're we're addressing. He's actually uh, with Dusty as we speak, uh going over several things, but um obviously not the outing that we uh we wanted or needed yesterday.
3: Ali, Matthew Liberatore looked really good in his first start. Uh what do you all expect from him this season?
2: Yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna throw tomorrow against Cleveland and uh followed by Jack and, and we're looking forward to that outing. He did a nice job. In his last time out. He did a really nice job that towards the end of spring training. You can tell that there was a difference to his fastball. He was landing his off-speed stuff. He was getting more swing and miss. And he carried that for the last six weeks in AAA and just was consistent with it. And he's more than deserving uh, of a shot in this rotation.
1: Hey, Ali, I uh, the, the sport has changed. You've been with the Cardinal organization for a long time, but I've always thought that for good teams, your starting pitching kind of kicked it around Memorial Day. That This is the time of year where you start to see what you have in your starting rotation. I'd like to know if you feel like you're if you're seeing your group start to kick in and what makes you believe that if if you're seeing it?
2: Yeah, there's a couple guys that I would say yes to and a couple guys that we're still needing to see them step up, and that's just the reality of where we are. Um, But I believe if you look at Miles, uh, he had a rough start, and I I attribute some of that to the WBC and just his inability to have a true spring training the way he normally would in order to build up for a season. And we saw that his first several outings, it it was shaky, not the, the miles that we were used to seeing as far as being able to land whatever he wanted in any count. And uh, it took him a lot to get in his in his groove and settle in. And we're seeing a much better version of him as of late. If you look at his last several outings, it's it's a lot more of the miles that we're used to seeing. He he has a feel for all his pitches. He's throwing them ahead of the count, behind the count, keeping guys off balance. Um, Jack is looking better um, every time out. Uh, a couple things with Monty that we can improve on, but the reality is he's given us a shot almost every time out. Um, but there, there there, are some things with math that we have to address and make sure that we're getting more competitive out and out of them his last three were better, um, but we still need we, we still need him to take that next step.
0: Dylan Carlson is eligible to come off the injured list today, but I believe I saw that he is not traveling with the team. So what is the plan for his return? Will he have a rehab sent? And also, any more updates on Tyler O'Neal? I know that it continues to seem to be setback after setback with him, but he took some swings off a tee yesterday, right?
2: Uh, that's correct. Um, so with, uh, I'll start with Dylan. He, uh, he will not come off on this road trip. This is, uh, day two of him taking some swings. He took some right-handed swings yesterday, a little bit more difficult for him to put pressure on it from the left side. And he still hasn't started kind of jogging and, and doing his sprint work in order to get back on the field. So, um, still a little bit of time there with Tyler. He did take about 25 swings yesterday and felt okay, but that's been a very, very slow progression.
3: Ali, I didn't know, I didn't realize this until I started doing the radio. We do Wayne Wright every Wednesday. We have him on. And I didn't realize how late uh, you guys can get up in the morning. A, I'm jealous of it. But B, the second part of my question is, with a game that starts at 1135, how different is that for the guys, knowing that, you know, you usually might be rolling over in bed around this time just getting rolling? I I appreciate you calling us out. Um. (laughs) No. Um, you
2: you're used to it because the getaway days you're usually playing at twelve fifteen or one fifteen game. So your body's used to kind of playing night games and then having a, a flip back and play that day game and, and you figure out a way to, to rest your body uh, accordingly. But um yeah, typically we, we get to sleep in a little bit and uh play that night game and uh, from for from a staff standpoint you're usually at the stadium around noon. Um on the road and uh for these day games you you're here around eight thirty. But um but yes.
3: When you all go to Pittsburgh, I'm gonna have Mike T uh come get you out of your room and, and come to a meeting early in the morning see if he uh see if you can sit in there with, with the with the Pittsburgh Steelers staff and and go over some football <laughs> meeting stuff for a little bit. <laughs> Amen. I'm in. Amen.
1: I'm in. <laughs> hey Ali, when you put together a lineup like you have today, a getaway day lineup, did you pretty much have an idea of what today's lineup would would look like in game 1 of this series? Uh, you want to give your veterans right the, the day game after a night game, you want to give your veterans a day off. It is a travel day. So, h- how much of what you have today was a- at least in pencil on Monday or Tuesday?
2: Yeah, it was in pencil. I didn't want to do it in pen, but uh when you look at here's the reality of it. We dug ourselves a big hole in April, and we, we played um, just bad baseball. And we've made up a decent amount of ground, but the only way we did that was by playing our main guys every single day to get get to where we are today. And they're deserving of a day off because um, you're going to start getting diminishing returns by just continuing to play them. The bats are going to look off um, energy on the field. It's just, man, they've been going hard. So to be able to hit the reset button, give the three big boys a day um, and be ready for for Cleveland and then Kansas City and then enjoy those two off days that we have before we go back on the road is going to be important. So the rest of the boys have to step up today. That's just where we're at.
0: Somebody who's really stepped up this season, Ollie, we've talked about him so much, and rightfully so, is Nolan Gorman. He extended his hitting streak to 15 games last night. Is he kind of the example that you plan on showing players, especially young players moving forward, of how to properly approach the offseason to grow?
2: That's a good point. And um, it, it is a very good example of it because we saw a player that has uh, what we're seeing right now, extremely end potential and um, you get to the big leagues and you get exposed a little bit as to there's more game planning and and better execution. So people are game planning better against you and they're able to actually do what they're wanting to do to you. Um, And that you got exposed last year at the top of the zone and didn't have an answer for it. Went back into the offseason, made some real changes physically and mentally and came back and had the solution for a lot of different pitches. Um, and we're seeing high, some, some pretty high production. So, um, yeah, it's a great example of using your offseason in a way that could be extremely... Uh
1: beneficial. Hey, Ali, uh, w- one more thing for me. And we were talking about this last week, h- how we in radio are so reactionary to one month or, or one game. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but we do. But we we look at Jordan Hicks early in the season. We say, oh, Jordan Hicks is done. They got to do. Uh, people were online saying they got to DFA Jordan Hicks. How much pride do you take in individuals bouncing back like him and Contreras and as a team that you, you have bounced back in April? there there must be a level of pride in the group staying patient and and playing the whole season out.
2: I'm not sure if it's pride because we we still haven't done anything. All right. Like we still have a ways to go and and a lot more to prove. And, um, but when it comes to Hicks or certain players um, that people want to get super reactive and just say like, get rid of this guy, he's hurting us. Like, there, there is a time to do that there, there really is but there, are there's there's also time to be patient especially when you have high end potential where you you want to see something through the last thing you want is to give up on somebody early and then they beat you down the road with somebody else right so um hicks is a perfect example of that and when we heard the noise um but the reality is he's doing a really nice job now and it, it, it takes courage to be patient and um sometimes that's that's what's needed in this game. Uh, We didn't play well in April. We're playing better now, and we still need to continue to do that. Hicks wasn't good in April. He's he's pitching a lot better now, and he's helping us in some high-leverage situations, and we don't win the games that we won without him. So, um, there's several players that fit into that bucket. Um, At the end of the day, as a fan, do we expect everyone to... No. As a fan, you're supposed to get mad when when we don't play well, and and ride the highs, and the, the whole deal, so we get it. But... There is a time to be patient.
1: So do you ever have one-on-one on your radio and just scream, you're an idiot? <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no I, I'd rather keep my sanity so I don't listen to anything. <laughs> oh,
1: come
0: on. We're fun. We're fun, Ollie. <laughs> hey,
2: Skipper,
1: thanks for the time on a game day. A couple hours before the first pitch, we appreciate it. Go get them today. Have a, a good weekend in Cleveland, and we'll see you back home next week.
2: Appreciate you guys. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Ollie. Ollie Marmol, the Cardinal Manager, with us on 101 ESPN.